Hi, this is Lynette Nylander, host of NTS Radio's new podcast, Sounds and Style. Each week, I'll be chatting with some of culture's most influential figures, exploring how music and style links what we wear with who we are. Expect deep cuts into musical genres and fashion subcultures as my guests and I look at how the music they love has informed the work they make today. This season, I've been chatting with Lily Allen, Martine Rose, Mel Ottenberg, and many more. New episodes drop every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello. On today's episode of Digging, we're joined on the plot by a young, fast-rising UK rapper. Born and raised in Leicester, a small city situated right in the middle of England, he grew up with dreams of playing basketball until a song that he'd made started getting serious attention online and it was time to rethink. We used to just like rap on the bus to like away games and stuff. So now there was one day it was freestyling and these guys were like, yo, this made this a song, this is, this is cool. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. But then did a song. It had like 10k views, which is like, to me, that's a lot. I'm just getting yeah. 10,000. Like, I don't even know 10, I don't even know a thousand people. So how does this happen? And then the views start going up, but then that turned out to be the song. That's like basically about to hit 100 million right now. So it's like, so it was like, ah, oh, I'm kind of in too deep. Now in London, a city with a large, well-established rap scene, our guest has continued to make well-received music, carving his own path in a seriously competitive and fast-moving circuit. We met on a cold winter's day to plant out raspberry canes, which will fruit the following summer. This is a simple task. The canes come dormant, and so they're basically just short sticks with roots on the end that need planting. But the patch that we were planting them out on was seriously overgrown, and it needed a lot of prep. Thankfully, our guest turned out to be extremely obliging and enthusiastic, which always helps on a freezing cold day. Our conversation certainly warmed me, as his energy and his outlook on life was so refreshing and positive. I hope that you enjoy it too. Today, we're digging with the lovely saint. Hello. 
Hello, welcome Saint to the allotment. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I'm excited. Is this your first time on an allotment? Nope. I used to have an allotment, but I'm not going to talk like I'm super experienced. My mum forced me to help her at the allotment. Did you hate it? Um, at the time I did for a bit, but then I started to like it when she started letting me, you know, grow what I wanted to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm similar, actually. Yeah. Yeah, my dad had the allotment. Yeah. And I hated it when I was a kid. Like what did you most... guys grow? What were you growing when you hated it? And then what were you growing when you liked it? I don't think it was about what I was growing. It was more about being dragged like into the cold. Yeah. When I wanted to be at home and watch TV. I think for me it was just the fact that I was growing peas. I didn't, even, I didn't like peas at the time. Not a pea fan? Now I am, but it has to be petit pois peas. Oh, bougie. They're sweet. What's your favorite vegetable though? Oh, good question. It depends. At the moment, I'm going to say broccoli. Broccoli? I yeah. love broccoli. I'm in a broccoli phase right Long now. Long stem. Oh, always. Great. Today, we're going to be planting raspberries. How do you feel about them? I feel great. Um, might have to come back in some time, and then uh, we, can make more, we can make cocktails with them. Oh, I thought you were going to say jam, but cocktails is more fun. I think jam is healthier, so let's say jam. <laughs> okay, let's say jam. Let's get to it. I'm going to give you these gloves. Okay. Because um, you're going to need them. Okay, thank you very much. So, this is the patch that we're going to be working. You can see this part of it here, so sort of two-thirds is looking good and ready for plants. Uh -huh. But this kind of third here is still got quite a lot of grass on it. So I thought together we can just clear this last bit um, and then we'll just rake over the ground, make it nice and level, and then we can get the raspberry canes in. Does that sound... That sounds good. Yeah? I'm glad you left some work for me. I did think I've got to let him do something. It's teamwork. Right? That's how the dream works. Yes. Okay, you can have this fork. I'm just going to grab a little smaller one. Hang on. Uh, oh, good. Here's a big one. Okay. And we can get to work. Yeah. <laughs> Is this bringing back memories? Um, to be fair, we had the only fork like this we had was a baby one. Okay. So the, the labour was... Well, it was crazier, but it was fun. So, your mum and you, I guess, and your mum's allotment was in Leicester. That's where you're from, right? Yeah. Born there, raised there. No, I, there? I was born. In, I was born in Zimbabwe. Oh wow. Um, then I came to the UK when I was like three. Okay. And, and I never been back until this year. I went to South Africa. But so, in terms of like you know memorable life, you've only ever lived in Leicester and then now London. Yeah. And what was that like growing up in Leicester? It was. It was fun. I mean, I'm saying was like it's past tense. I still go back. Yeah. And it's like obviously you can see, you can tell the differences, but there's pros and cons to both places. Things would be very different if I wasn't in Leicester before I came here. If that makes sense. What do you mean? Like I feel like even though I live in London, I'm very Leicester at heart. You know. Oh, what does that mean? I mean, like so obviously I was raised there and I was in that environment. So I feel like it's obviously molded and shaped my personality a lot and how I see things, how I act. I feel like it's very balanced and I love it. That's great. Because I can be in a major city and not have to adapt or feel like I have to be a certain way because I, I know who I am type of thing. And I say that people will be like, oh, this guy is too humble. I'm like, no, I'm just, not, I just don't behave like everyone else here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's a real asset. But, London, but then that doesn't mean I don't like London because there's, there's a lot of things I've learned that have, helped, that have added to, you know, how I already am. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of grass. There's a lot of grass. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> maybe you're working on a bit of a tough bit. Why don't you do this like sort of middle bit? Oh, okay. Well, it's just gonna be softer and easier for you. Okay. Um, what kind of music was on in your house growing up? In my house? Yeah. Um, it was a mixture of like gospel, jazz. Like my mom used to listen to a lot of like Kenny G. Oh, nice. And a bunch of everything, you know, Luther Vandross, everything. It was like, 
It was a wide range. A rap for my brother and R&B. Nice. I used to get a bunch of music from my brother. He would like Bluetooth me his music. And then there was, this, there was one time this R&B song. And then I played it in the car and it disconnected from my headphones one time. I think it came out. The headphone jack. And then my, my mom heard the song. She was like, give me your phone. She made me delete all the music off my phone. It was like very seductive, like women's R&B at the time. T-Pain and my mom was not having it. And then uh, I, I went through phases. I think after that, I went through a UK phase. So I started listening to like grime, all that stuff, drill. Yeah. Which was cool. Definitely a phase of my growing up. But I was like, this is not everything I like. And then I, I feel like that's when it, a lot of the, my music curiosity like kind of grew. Right. Because your sound now, I would say it's distinct, but you can tell that you have a lot of like different influences in your... Yeah. In your bag. Uh-huh. What kind of music do you listen to at the moment? Oh, everything. For me, music depends on my mood, you know? My mood plays a, a big part in like what I listen to. For sure. So I've been listening to like a, a lot of like slow jams. But I've been, I've, been, I've been working on my mixtape, a project, so... Oh, go on. I don't listen to as much music, new music, uh-huh. but I listen to, like, beats and instrumentals. Uh-huh. So I, I've been in my jazz bag. Oh, nice. Basically, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's also, I feel like that's, as you get older, you get more in your jazz bag, generally. Yeah. For me, when I was a kid, oh, not when I was a kid, but when I was, like, 20, uh-huh. I didn't really get jazz. It didn't click for me until I was a bit older. Yeah, it's not like old people to... stuff at the time. Yeah, and like, it I'm just... I'm too young for this. Yeah, and you don't really understand, like, the musical complexity and the history and, like, the sort of artistry behind it all, I think, until you let yeah. it in. Some people obviously get it when they're really young, but... Yeah. I was listening to, like, Kanye West, so... Come on! You <laughs> How old are you? I'm 24. You're 24? Yeah. I'm trying to think about whether we would... I'm 30, so I'm you trying to think about... You definitely don't give those vibes. You are young and healthy and free. Oh, thank you so much, because I just turned 30 and I'm a bit pranging out about it. Oh, for real? Happy belated. Thank you. Wait, so you're a winter child? Yeah, Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah, what about you? I mean, I don't really know much about star signs, but I'm, um, I'm a Cancer. I'm July 6th. Oh, nice. Am I doing this right? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. It's been years. There's no, I'm a bit there's, rusty. There's no right or wrong. Let okay. me show you what I'm doing. Okay. Fork in, foot down, foot down, lift, and then sort of wiggle, and then you see how you get the. T- the She's grass. a pro. Okay. Yeah, now, okay. Not my first rodeo. Uh, it's definitely not. Okay. <laughs> All right, but I'm sorry to drop. What were you asking me? I was asking you, brother, older or younger? My brother's older. I'm a middle child. Oh no way. Yeah. How do you find that? Um, great. Oh really? Yeah, because I have a younger sister, so she gets all the attention. My brother gets all the responsibility. And then you kind of like, you like the cooking in the corner. So your brother got you into rap? Uh, kind of. He used to rap with his friends. Uh-huh. His friends were trash. <laughs> I'll be real. <laughs> My brother wasn't trash, but he used to like, he wanted to produce at the time. And then I remember I always used to want to rap with them and they would never let me. So. Look at you now. I guess that, that's what added to like me wanting to then run a rap. But no, I, don't, I would say he played a part. He, he got me into basketball more. Oh, because you used to play, right? Yeah. What sort of level are we talking? Pretty good, but I, I wouldn't say great, but it was pretty good. Right, it wasn't like... I, re- I rep the city, so I oh, feel that's cool. That's pretty good. Wait, there's some more earth in here. Yeah, try and... Separate. There we go. Yeah, that's great. And let me just push these down a bit. Actually, I'll empty this one over here. So we get I'm going to have to get an allotment now in London. 
Yeah, you enjoying it? But I'm gonna get better first because I think like, right now I'll destroy the allotment. So I need to like <laughs> I need to uh, do a couple more lessons. There's and really no such thing as good and bad in gardening. You just have to like you have to just do a bit of googling, bit of reading. Yeah. And then it's pretty easy. You just put things. Well, in. I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna tie the drawstrings on my trousers. That's a good idea. It's getting serious. <laughs> Um, was basketball something you really loved? Yes. Yeah. I still love it now. I want to get back into it, actually. I was going to say, do you still play? Um, not seriously, no. You don't even but do I play still like, I, I went to my first NBA game this year. Oh, whoa. How and was that? And that was so fun. It was great. Being in like a place where they all like appreciate sport, like no matter what sport it is. So obviously in the UK, as we all know, it's like football is the main one, which is not an issue because football is cool. But in America, like, they just love every sport. So you're not a football fan? No, I wouldn't say I'm not. I like basketball more, but I still like football. If my friends are over and want to watch football, it's like, I watch football. I know, you're a Leicester City fan? I guess so. Uh, but not, like, die hard? <sighs> We've got to win a couple more championships for me to die hard, but... Fair. But I am. Do you remember where you were when they won the league? Well, well I was at work. I was in Nando's. Oh, no way. Yeah. And in Leicester? Loughborough, Leicestershire, so okay. local, nearby. Okay, um, was it crazy or? Yeah, it was crazy. Like I remember, I remember like when I finished my shift and I was in Leicester. Now I was bumping into like my college tutors in like in like pubs, but I, I was walking home yeah. and I was like, ah, oh, you guys are here. Could you not be marking homework? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, we're witnessing history. Exactly. So you're a real sort of, your, your career really took off during COVID, is that the case, yeah? I feel like it started, yeah. Still, still a lot to build and learn, but it definitely played a part. So what happened? You were just like making music from a young age and, and putting it out like on SoundCloud or nah, what kind of story? Nah, nah. Okay, I didn't want on. to be a musician. I what? wanted to play basketball. The music, music wasn't, the, wasn't the dream. Oh, so wow. Like, so I was playing for Love for Uni, which ah, was okay. um, obviously in partnership with like the Leicester Riders and then obviously playing National League for the, for the city. So that I, was, I was doing that, COVID struck, couldn't play basketball no more. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this doesn't go to plan, what am I gonna do? So then I started, we, we used to just like rap on the bus to like away games and stuff. So then I, there was one day it was freestyling, and these guys were like, yo, you just made this a song, this is, this is cool. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. Bit typical, bit typical. But then did a song, and it had like 10K views, which is like, to me, that's a lot. I'm thinking yeah. 10,000, like, I don't even know 10, I don't even know 1,000 people, so how does this happen? Then we just like, okay, let's do a few more. And then the views started going up. And then it was like, uh, Champagne Shots. So Champagne Shots was meant to be my last song. And then I was gonna go back to basketball and studying. But then that turned out to be the song. That's like basically about to hit 100 million right now. So it's like, so it was like, ah, oh, I'm kind of in too deep. So I, I then released Local MVP, because all the songs I made at the same time throughout COVID, I made them like in the same, two days, so they all started similar. So I was like, it makes sense just put these as a project and then I'm done. I was like, this is now I'm done. And then it just went crazy on and then I was just like, well, I have to, I have to do something now. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were so committed to the basketball uh, well, life. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, it's in, you're in the UK, so it's like. <sighs> yeah, there's, ooh, there's uh, a bit of a time's limit. Time's a bit late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, I better, I gotta start thinking what else to do. <laughs> I was thinking about what I, to, what I should pitch on Dragon's Den or something. You know what, I mean? what would you pitch on Dragon's Den? What I pitch? Myself. I'll, pi I'll pitch my cafe. Oh, idea. what's your cafe? I want to. Well, I, I want. I want to have a cafe soon. I'm very. I'm very cafe based. 
What do you mean, like like calves? Like a lot of hot drinks and yeah, like I've got I've got a cookie and a and a tea on my arm. No way. Yeah. So you want to have like a like a calf, like sort of fry up calf, or like cafe with coffees and cakes or coffee, cakes, fresh bakeries, smoothies, and then it's like, but like live music and like vibe. You can study in the day, but night time you can go see live or stand up comedy. You know what I mean? I'll invest. I think they call it the organic scene. The organic Everything scene. Everything fair trade and organic. Yeah. <laughs> Support the community. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Let me give you this rake. Maybe okay. we can sell our produce at the organic scene. Yeah. It's no, all tying, it's all coming together. Yes. This is your rake. Rake it up, rake it up. Um, what I would like you to do is just make this even. So in some ways, I'm going to keep weeding a bit while you do this, but like some of it you'll want to sort of pull it and you just want to even out the ground. Okay. It, just give it a go. And all right. If you need help. I'll help you, but just we're just uh, trying to get it a bit more level. So, okay, let me know which side you're gonna you're thinking to do. I'm little, gonna do this little area this, here. So I'll go around the other yeah, side. Yeah, I'm gonna do this little bit here. See, to the people that are listening, we're so in sync right now. It's crazy. We are. We're sort of matching. So you've got a coffee and tea tattoo. Yeah. Is that the only one you've got? Nah, I've got quite a few. I've got a fox. Is that a Leicester thing? Yeah. Yeah, nice. But it's like it's like it's like a cross reference. I love I love like. Outdoor stuff, you know, fox, fox racing, biking and stuff. What is fox racing? Um, they do like motocross stuff, racing, cycling. It's like outdoors, you know what I mean? Like adventure. The, the animal of Leicester. Yeah. It's like, it also like means underdog. But yeah. you know, you survive, you survive on your own. Like no matter how tough things get, foxes make sure that they eat at the end of the day. So at the same time, it's just like, you know, stylishly, fashionably outdoors, trying to survive okay. and surviving. Nice. I've also got um, two cowboys. Oh yeah. On like a sh- on like a shootout. Not really, not in a violent way, but it's like if you don't if you don't attack the bag, someone also attack the bag before you, and they'll get opportunity. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, take risks and prosper. Do you feel like you are a bit of an underdog? Yeah, and I want to be an underdog. I don't want to be the overdog. That's boring. Like you kind of want to prove people wrong and show people. Like, you know what? This does stick. Coming up, people kind of like, whoa, who's this guy? Like Lester? What? Lester does this? It's like, surprise, we can do something cool too, you know? Totally. And I guess because it happened kind of fast, like you really, like you were saying earlier about you just put the song on YouTube that you didn't even think yeah. was going to be your next path in life. Like yeah. you were on your basketball thing and then you kind of just blew up. Exactly. Okay, the next phase. This is looking very nice and level. Nice. Are you happy with it? I'm happy. If you're happy, I'm happy. Great. I'm you're, very happy. You're the sensei here today. Uh, well, maybe not for long when you're <laughs> going to get your own allotment. Um, these are our raspberry canes. So where did you, where did you get these from? Uh, I actually bought these online. Cool. I knew you were coming and I needed to get these raspberries in yeah. before the end of the year, so I got them online. Okay. I got them, to be fair, I got them from an online garden centre, so I think it's not too bad. Perfect. Yeah, what can you do? We live in the 21st century, you know what I mean? This is... Uh, this is the cane, so we've got, they look a bit crap because they're just dormant. Yeah. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, about 12 canes. 12 canes. 12 canes, baby. That's a dozen, right? That is. <laughs> These I are... I got that wrong? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. That we're going to have to cut that out. And it's back to the University of Edinburgh. <laughs> um, these are a type of raspberry called Joan Jay. They're a late fruiting... Joan Jay? Joan Jay. Joan Jay. I guess like Joan Jet. Joan Jett. Maybe. That's cool. I'm learning. Nice. They're a late fruiting autumn raspberry. Okay. But yeah, so what I'm going to do now is just draw a line straight down the middle 
Uh, can you see that? Not really. Let's make it a bit deeper. Yeah. And then this is going to be where we're going to plant the raspberries in a nice, relatively straight line. Yeah. And then, like I said, the roots will go like this and other canes will come up off of the... Hey, yo! What? So, it's like, it's like they, they just multiply in they, the floor. It's amazing. These raspberries and asparagus grow in the same way. So you plant one thing, the root, a, a root ball expands and the roots go under the ground. Uh -huh. And then off of the roots, other things come up. Lit. It's I like really asparagus. Cool. It's really cool. Literally, we started a song about asparagus. Like, okay, I'm arrogant eating lobster and asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me on so nicely to my next question, which was, how do you make your music? Like, what's your approach? Do you get the beat first? Do you have lyrics that you want to... Uh, it works both ways. I mean, for me, my music's personally like a personal diary. That's why I kind of like enjoy music, because I feel like I'm just documenting what's happening. Champagne shots is basically, it's literally about me having champagne in shot glasses in my house and my friends, but because we were out of glasses and out of alcohol. So it's like, everyone was just really sick about how you know, you're still making do with what you have. And it's like, yeah, I just like document things. And that's why another one started, okay, I'm arrogant, eating lobster and asparagus. I was eating that and I felt bougie. I felt healthy, so I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like lobster and asparagus, this is grown. <laughs> I was like, this is grown. <laughs> so it's like, I said, yeah, sometimes I can hear a beat first, or sometimes I can write first. I, I, I write a lot. Anyways, it's because my, 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 it'd just be in my notes, you know? Right. So I just be, I stay writing all the time. What do you think is the worst lyric you've ever written? The worst lyric? The worst lyric? I'm going to ask you the best one after, so start bad. It's good that it's taking you such a long time to think about this. Yeah, no, imagine, if I, imagine if it came to you quick. That would be scary. <laughs> um, the worst lyric I've wrote. Well, like, was there ever a no, lyric? No, no, they, 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 it probably wouldn't be the worst, but it's probably one I've just, I've thought, hmm, hmm. Okay. I, she, it, it was like, she said she wants money, uh-uh, unlucky. That's not that bad. It's not that bad, but I guess in my, in my head, I'm like, I remember, th I remember writing that flow and I'm thinking, I was thinking, I was 50-50 about it. Right. So that's how it was. I don't really have bad lyrics. But I have lyrics that just stick with me more than others, and I'll be like, I'll just walk around saying it. What do you think is your best one? I'm not saying over with a steez. Like, it's just like staple, just very straight to the point. People are like, what does that mean? It's just like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm still the same person you thought I was stylish once upon a time, but I'm still that, I'm st still stylish. Like, that you changed. are. That you are. But I, I guess that's, it's partly because of the people, because people loved it. I never actually thought about it when I wrote it. Um, but it's like, when I see you, when they know me, just, they just go, I'm that single boy, what is these? I'm so, ha, you know it. <laughs> like, you know it. <laughs> yes, that is my song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, I, I guess it, it just people, I think the people, they turned it into a saying. Totally. But for me, it was just a sentence, because these are some new style. Um, okay, this is the final stage. Okay. So we've got our raspberry canes ready to go. They're all separated and ready to be put in the ground. And now we've just got to put them in. Here it is. Mm -hmm. Dig a hole. Yeah. It actually might be kind of difficult because there's... Wait, but the line's here. Oh, so it is. Yeah. Thank you. Nah, so good. The student has become the master. Um, no, I'm just a very good follower of my master. <laughs> I'm, I'm just reminding you what you taught me. Thank you. Okay, so you dig a hole. Uh-huh. Make sure all the roots are under the layer of the, of the top of the earth. Just fill them in. That's it. Just needs to be standing upright. Yeah. And nice and sort of firmly in like this. 
that you want to push the ground, push the earth in so that it won't get, you know, easily dug up. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's be it. careful with the foxes. This is where I have to, I have to, the cons to foxes, they'll come and dig up. There's a big group of foxes that live just in there. I'm surprised oh. you haven't seen them. I kind of hoped that we would because of your fox mm -hmm. passion. Um, okay. Good way to know how far apart to do them. Oh. And then dig the hole there. I think you should just do a few and then I'll do a few actually. Okay. Rather than me starting at this end. Yeah, that's great. Put this one apart. I feel like a parent. <laughs> Why? Who's look, the kid? Oh, the, yeah. the, the cane, of course. We, we, we're, we're about to, you know, provide a healthy life for these berries, you know what I mean? A hundred percent, and then they're going to provide a healthy life for us. You get it? Yeah. You give and you receive. And we're going to sell them for five pounds a punnet at Organic... What was it called again? The Organic Saint. The, oh, the Organic Saint. The Organic Saint, yeah. What was I saying? The Organic Space, I think. <laughs> that sounds cool too. That could, be, that could be like the little kids' chain for the kids to go. <laughs> <laughs> the Organic Saint, of course. Yeah. Do you say it like this? Yep, exactly. And then lift it up and dig Boom. it. Boom! Perfect. You got it. That is, no, this is actually fun. I'm not even joking. Yeah, like, you're a natural. So does your mum still have her allotment? Nah. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Done. I returned. When she realised that her staff were not on it anymore, yeah, she said, <laughs> time to get rid of this, this, this um, growing factory. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, let's get this back in I remember here. the time she'll pick me up from school and she's like, we're going to Alamity. I'm saying, what? Oh, it's the, I, the last, The last subject was maths and I'm going to, I'm going to grow peas? Oh, the wrong type of peas. <laughs> not even petit pois. <laughs> not even petit pois. <laughs> Okay, that one's in. Okay. Okay. So. What does your mum think about your music career now? She loves it. She comes to the shows and stuff. Like, it's funny. It's like she now she's like singing my stuff, and she'll be like, "Send me that video so I can send it to your auntie." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, well, well. Times have changed. <laughs> but uh, it's cool. It's cool to support it and stuff because not, everyone, not everyone's not everyone's blessed with that. So it's cool. I just have to appreciate. That's great. Yeah. It's really cool that she comes to the shows. Yeah. Well, she can, though. Sometimes I won't bring her because like, the mosh pits are a bit crazy. Someone lost a tooth. Oh, and, shit. And, and, and yeah, they're in a mosh pit. What's and, the and my parents seen it, and my, my mum, my dad was almost crying, like, oh, this is dangerous. I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's the favourite show you've ever played? Have you got one Either that sticks in Rolling your mind? Either Loud, Rotterdam. Uh-huh. Or Rolling Loud, Portugal, because that was... My, so it's like, my birthday is July 6th. I'm always working on my birthday. I'm mm. always on the stage, it's festival season. So it was like, being in Portugal and like performing on the beach, at the same time being from Leicester, it's like, this is pretty wild. Like, you be performing, people, people sing on the beach, but you look up and you see like people like on jet skis and, and like skiing on water and stuff. I was thinking, I can't swim, but it sure does look great. It sure does look great. <laughs> Happy for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but then Lithuania was also cool, because. Language, like it would be like Paris or like abroad, Europe places. Don't, we don't speak the same language. Mm. And it's like, they'll sing my lyrics word for word, but after we're talking, it's like, we're not understanding each other. But we were singing the same words on the stage. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> so to me, that's like, I find that amazing. It's like really cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Seems like you've got a really engaged fan base as well. Yeah, I mean, luckily, it's, it's cool. Uh, that, I mean, some people don't understand, like when, when it comes to making music, the people that listen to it, play a really important part. So it's like, it's cool to have them involved and actually like, help me create. Cause at the end of the day, like, we're listening together. So it's like, yeah. Just like we garden together. Yes! And maybe that's a good place to stop. Cause our raspberry canes are in. 
they're looking great, they're going to multiply, and in August, I'm going to call you and say, come over to the Let me know, I'll, I will vlog it. And we'll, we'll come <laughs> back. Okay, we'll great. We'll come back, we can package them, buy boxes and stuff, we can sell them. Straight to the organic saint. Yeah. I think we've got it. Oh, you're such a good talker. It's fantastic. You are, no, I mean, you're, you're just natural and fun. So it's, like, it's, it's easy. Like, some good. people will talk to you and be like, so how long have you been in music for? Two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is nice. It was fun. Good. I told you, I was, as soon as I came in, I was like, yeah, that's was sick. sick. I'm so pleased you came Thank you for listening to Digging. Today's episode was hosted and edited by me, Flo Dill. Produced by Lizzie King, with recording by Sophie Ellison and audio production from Felix Stock. Our theme music is by the wonderful cleaners from Venus. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.